Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sandball Podcast Network. Welcome to Whitlock and the Vaughn, a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball. We're going to, as always, take a look back at the week that was in the NBA and then look forward and give you some fantasy tidbits to help you win on on Fanball. I am your host, Aaron Whitlock. I'm joined, as always, by John Contavious Vaughn. You can follow us at Fanball underscore WATV, and you can remember that we're live at roughly six, barring wardrobe changes, uh, every week on Monday. JK, how was your Thanksgiving? You have a good turkey day? It was very, yes, it was a good turkey day. Yeah, it was really good. Just Hung out at home in Connecticut here with some family. How about you? How was you were in Buffalo, right? I did. Took a little road trip to Buffalo. Did a little Airbnb action. A little halfway meet between Connecticut and Michigan. Okay. okay. Uh, you know, I don't know that I'll be vacationing in Buffalo anytime soon. The good people of Buffalo were very uh, kind, though. Did a little turkey trot, uh, which I feel like is like the super humble brag of like it's like oh yeah, what did you on Thanksgiving? Oh, I ran. Ran a little race, you know, no big deal. Burned ran, off some calories. Yeah, ran 12 miles, NBD. I mean, it, it was only five, but we can pretend it was 12. Uh, I crushed it. Scorching 45, uh, or, uh, yeah, 45 minutes, I think. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, uh, not really. It's pretty slow. But Were there were there anyone running with uh, wagons, Titched? There was a Circling big... Circling the wagons? There was a big no wagon. There was a ton of... Uh, Bill's Mafia was out in full mm. force. There were two guys carrying a canoe. They had race bibs. I don't know if they intended to run with the canoe, but they had a canoe. Full like bo- holding it over their head? Yes, two guys, both, with, both with race bibs. Didn't see them the rest of the race. They were headed towards the That's back. That's ridiculous. You had a couple rollerbladers out there just being real douchebags. Uh, That's good, man. I don't think there's anything to A couple strollers, you know, yeah. 5K. It is what yeah. it is, or 10K, rather. Hey, did you know Buffalo once had an NBA team? I just recently found this out, as a matter of fact. Did the, some research. Uh, this, kid, this is the education part of the podcast. Kids, it's not all fun and games, you know. If your parents ask you what you learned today, you can tell them this little nugget. Buffalo had an NBA team from 1970 to 1978. They were called the Buffalo Braves. They then moved to San Diego, where they became the San Diego Clippers. Then they moved to Los Angeles and are currently now Los Angeles Clippers. So your did-you-know fact of the day. Brought to you by Fanball Whitlock and the Bond and Aaron's turkey costume. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, I wear this <laughs> for those every listeners, other Monday. For those listeners out there, Aaron it lost the bet for 3v3. We'll get to that later, but he is full-out turkey costume. It is a sight to see. 
I don't know how I'm going to keep a straight face all, all show. My winning streak is over. <laughs> yeah, the winning streak has come to an end. There's nothing brings me nothing more joy than seeing you in a turkey costume. <laughs> you know, I thought about this as I was putting it on. I'm I'm a bearded turkey, which I don't think is a thing, but it sounds dirty. Like, oh, check out that. This bearded guy must turkey. have a savage beard. Yeah, this turkey must have a savage beard. <laughs> oh, don't touch my bearded turkey. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that is. Don't you but... dare get your hands off my bearded turkey! Right Why do you now? have that bearded turkey in your mouth? <laughs> I, I, again, I don't think it's a thing. Anyway, maybe, maybe it is, but could be now. Oh, man. Uh, shall we? Uh, shall we move into our swish and break? Yes. All right. Start us off, J.K. Okay, so I'm a little. I found this over the internet doing some research, and it's a little bit of an older story. But I'm. Uh, I don't know if our listeners have heard it, so I'm going to tell it. Uh, as you. Maybe have seen in the Fanball Daily articles, fanball.com news slash news slash NBA. I'm a big time Lori Marketing fan, rookie for the Chicago Bulls. Just found out his nickname is The Finisher with double ends because he's from Finland. The Finisher. One of the best nicknames going in the NBA right now. He wears number 24 for the Chicago Bulls. He recently met Brian Scalabrini, who is an NBA legend, aka the White Mamba. Played for the Celtics, played for the Bulls. Scalabrini had a brief, brief career with the Chicago Bulls, and Markinen asked Scalabrini permission to wear the number 24 jersey. <laughs> so awesome. Asked him. And this all stemmed from Mark Michael Carter Williams wore number one for the Bulls, which was previously worn by Derek Rose. And the Bulls fans were pissed that Michael Carter Williams was wearing it without asking Rose. So I think Markinen just wanted to avoid any controversy. And get it right out of the way. Scalabrini, can I wear number 24? Scalabrini's a big-time marketing fan, and he gave him a nickname, the Finnish Mamba. Wow. Double N. That's a nickname as good as NBA or Scal's you, NBA career. And here's, yeah, and here's, you want to hear, so Scalabrini wore number 24 for the Bulls. Here are his stats for the Bulls. 46 games played, an average of 1.1 points, less than a half a rebound, and a half an assist in 4.6 minutes per game. That was those were his averages. And don't forget his his best uh, game in the Chicago Bulls career was a full was a 4.3 assist effort and a 39 point victory over the Cavs in 2012. <laughs> you know, you think of the Chicago greats, you think Jordan, Pippen, Rose, Scal, Scalabrini. If you go I, on my Twitter page, uh, Scalabrini and his kid have uh, jerseys. Uh, Bull Scalabrini jerseys, 24 Scalabrini, and they took duct tape over Scalabrini and wrote in marking it. <laughs> Both him and his son. So I just thought that was awesome. Scalabrini getting in on it. The fact that Markinen reached out to Scalabrini, who averaged a point with the Bulls, Bulls to see legend. if he could wear the 24 jersey. So that's my switch for the week. The finisher, the finished Mamba, and the white Mamba teaming up as one. Love it. Oh, my swish of the week is going to be a little classic NBA pettiness. Uh, this is fantastic. Going on between uh, Jordan Clarkson, presumably Blake, Blake, uh, Blake Griffin, if I could talk. Uh, so Jordan Clarkson, yesterday, he wears a, a hoodie to his media availability session that reads, Yo, boyfriend can't check me. Now... <laughs> So great. Now, I don't think he's confirmed this in any way, shape, and form, but obviously uh, Kendall Jenner and uh, Blake Griffin have sort of publicly made it uh, known that they are officially dating. Uh, Clarkson, I didn't know this, apparently had a cup of coffee with 
Fling, right? Yeah. I, I get fling? This Summer ter- fling? This is, this is going to ruin my Google history now because I had to actually look this up. So I got a sweet like <laughs> e-entertainment. What's really going on between Kendall Jenner and Jordan Clarkson? Watch below to get the details. <laughs> the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star was spotted grabbing food with Jordan Clarkson Thursday less than 24 hours after Los Angeles Lakers star attended her 21st birthday bash. Over the summer, a source told E! News that the deal was casually dating, but their relationship was described as super laid back, and they could see other people as well. The source added that, the, that at the time, Kendall and Jordan's romance was not anything very serious. That was in November of 2016. So, a little less than a year, yeah. a little over well, a year yeah, ago. Yeah, just about a year, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know if there's any bad blood there. It doesn't sound like it was anything super serious, no. but... Obviously, Clarkson throwing a little little shade Blake's way. There's obviously quite a bit of uh, superstition surrounding the Kardashians and their connection to sports. Oh yeah, sports stars and their their downfall, the team's downfall. Uh, I don't really buy into it, but no, Cavs proved it was wrong. They won the championship. That's right, Tristan Thompson. Tristan was dating Chloe. I think they're and, engaged now. Actually, they're definitely having a baby. I know that. Yeah. So I thought that was uh, pretty. Then, the Lakers and. Uh, Clippers play Monday night, right? So they play tonight. Yes, yeah, they play we'll Battle night. LA. Yeah, yeah. So, battle so we'll have LA, the yeah. showdown. Uh, That's a must tune in. Yeah, I, it gives it gives it a little extra juice oh, right yeah. between two teams. Two Otherwise, you probably yeah wouldn't give a shit about. Nope. Neither playing good basketball. Clippers just all sorts of injured. Lakers just young, kind of young. Eh, they, they they're fun to watch though. I will give the Lakers that they yeah. play good defense. They're real real rangy. Uh, but yeah, a little, little, uh, little NBA. I, I, I can't get past the turkey. <laughs> the, the beak. The beak the is, beak just is all, in your way. Yeah, I, I can feel like see this it. is my like graduation tassel. And I can't remember which side I need to move this to before and after I talk. I've got the little what is the turkey flap? I don't know. Turkey uh, hole. Uh, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, the the gobbler. I don't know what this thing is called. That thing's awesome. All right, take us to the bricks. All right, I'll lead us off in the bricks. I'm going to go less hot take-ish. I'm like my David Lee take last week. Um, I'm going to do a just a little sad memorial for Derrick Rose and his NBA career. So Rose has stepped away from the Cleveland Cavaliers recently, contemplating his future after spraining his ankle. Can't get right. Uh, I wanted to take a serious look at his career. and see, He was the top of the top, cream of the crop, and has fallen down so hard. It's one of the biggest falls we've ever seen in NBA history. Uh, 2009. Here's here's just his career in a, in a short couple minutes. Took Memphis to the Natty title game 2008. They lost to Kansas in that overtime game. One of the better national title games in memory. Great game. Second only national title appearance for University of Memphis. Rose. For that was actually their first national title appearance or second. The first one was 1973. He was the number one pick in the 2008 NBA draft. Of course, it was hometown Chicago Bulls. One rookie of the year that year, joining Michael Jordan and Elton Brands, the only Bulls to win that award. Uh, 09-010, first All-Star season with the Bulls. First, first All-Star? You forgot how bad the Bulls were? 09-010, Rose was the first all, All-Star since Jordan won it in 98. Holy shit. They were that bad. <sighs> they didn't have an All-Star for about um, 10 years. Wow. They were that bad. 09-010, Rose was the first All-Star since Jordan in 98. 2010, 2011, Rose wins the MVP. They were 62 and 20 that year. The last 61 season the Bulls had was again 97, 98. Jordan's team, only other Bull other than MJ to win the MVP award is Rose. Only two guys, youngest ever in the history of the NBA MVP award 
to win it at age 22. He's the youngest ever. He beat out LeBron and Dwight Howard that year, which was kind of controversial. That was LeBron's first year with Miami. And I think he had a better season stat-wise, but he was kind of a, a villain for leaving Miami. I think a lot of writers just voted for Rose because it was a better story than LeBron going and teaming up with Wade Easy and to kind of write yeah. him off for joining the big Correct. three. Correct, yeah. Like, you should have had that type of season. You went and joined those two guys. Yep. Uh, 2000. So this is this guy, Ad, uh, Kevin Arnovitz of ESPN. Listen to this. Recently, as 2013, Rose was the leading jersey seller in China, Europe, and Latin America. No kidding. 2013. That's only four years ago. Wow. Leading NBA jersey seller in those countries, are in Europe, Latin America, and China, those areas. 2011, 2012, we all know. Tears his ACL in that first game against Philadelphia in April against the playoffs. Missed the whole next year, 2012, 2013. Again, another meniscus surgery down the road. Never was, never has been the same player. Uh, I want to see if Vince Carter and Derrick Rose can get together and do a Space Jam-like transforming of powers in the basketball. <laughs> Vince Carter gives him his ability to play. Vince forever. Carter's 40 years old, forever. Still dunking. Vince Carter's 40 years old. I want him to give his powers to Derrick Rose so Derrick Rose can continue his career. I appreciate you taking a somber look at this because we've spent a long time. I feel like the last few years it's been kind of fun. We've we've poked a lot of fun at Derrick yeah. Rose. He's been memed. He's been whatever else. He had the whole incident leaving yeah. the Knicks. But really, it is pretty sad, sad. What, what could have been. Yeah. We had so much in front of him and really just had it taken away by injuries. And he's had some goofball quotes off the court. Yeah. Uh, he's had some weird things off the court. He had the whole... Invest, sexual investigation. Yeah, can't forget that. Uh, you're right. He's had some weird things off the court. You remember he he ditched the net. He was late coming back from the All-Star break from the Knicks. Remember that? He was down like the Bahamas and came like two days late. Yep. But it's still very sad what's been kind of just yeah. taken from him via injuries. What could have been. I know ESPN ran an article recently kind of yeah. hypothesizing what might have happened if yeah. he never goes down. But I, I don't truly believe we're seeing the end if, if only because... The no. Adidas contract? Yeah, he's got $70 million left on the Adidas, or $80 million left in the Adidas contract that he'd be forfeiting. I think he eventually comes back, but it's just a lot of articles have been written just looking at his career and saying, wow, this thing has really taken a sharp downturn. I'm going to leave you with this stat, Aaron, and then we'll get to your brick. This is truly heartbreaking. I almost teared up reading this. Derrick Rose, let's assume he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, there's almost no chance. He will be the only NBA MVP winner to not make the Hall of Fame in the history of the NBA. Wow. And that is sad, folks. Yeah, the, that y- is the youngest, but the only to it's a Monday ever... Blues right there. That is sad. Youngest ever to win it and will not make the Hall of Fame. Be the only MVP award winner to never make it. Pour one out for Derrick Rose tonight. Pour a little out. You're right. Pour a little out. Aaron? All right, my brick. bricks. Some some late breaking Re- news yeah, here. Had hot to, off the newswire. Had to change this one up here to uh, to fit this into the show, but it's it's too too relevant not to. So Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj bombs, just dropping, Woj bombs. <laughs> dropping right before the show. Memphis has fired their head coach David Fisdale, according to league sources, after just one season, one full season with the Grizz. And this one, this one's honestly got me a little fired up. After the more I think about it, the more it kind of pisses me off. So this was uh, this was tweeted out by Jonathan Giovanni of Draft Express. He said the word out of Memphis this past summer already was Mark Gasol and Coach Fisdale were on very poor terms after some confrontations in practice. Seemed inevitable they'd have to pick between one or the other eventually. This isn't some recent thing. Now this is a head scratching thing for me as in an organ. I mean, we there's still a lot of facts we don't know yet. Granted, mm-hmm. but if you're Memphis, uh, an organization who has been touted for being so uh, analytics first 
data-driven, future-first. Why the hell are you mortgaging the franchise for a 32-year-old Marc Gasol? It's going to be 33 in January, yeah? Yeah. I, there was already kind of some talks floating around trading him to Boston over the offseason. You're closer to a full rebuild than you are to contending. And it's oh. not It's not even close. No. No. It's not even close. No. I mean, the Grizzlies, especially given they, they were going to be a fringe playoff team in the West this year, regardless of the injuries. Now, with them, you're, 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 I mean, it's an, the, the Thunder are an outside-looking in team in the West right now. The Grizzlies, you got $50 million of your salary cap between Mike Conley and Char, uh, Chandler Parsons either not playing or playing at below replacement level. What the hell is Fisdale going to do? What is he supposed to do with that? You go out and you rook the guy. I mean. Yeah. I, I, and then talk about, I was <clears throat> seeing something earlier. The, you talked about Parsons. It's not his fault to sign Parsons to that deal. I mean, everyone knew Parsons was coming off that major knee injury. No, knee he surgery. had red flags. I mean, yeah. that's why he didn't Medical go back to Dallas. Everywhere. Exactly. And then 2000, or sorry, 2016, who was their first round pick? Wade Baldwin the fourth. Just a year ago. Where's he at now? Playing for Portland. I mean, so your first round pick from a year ago is, is playing for the Blazers on a two way contract. Granted, it's a two way contract, but still, you, you whiffed on your first round pick in 2016. He's not even with the team anymore. And there's just, I mean, maybe there's some talent here, but you don't know. Deonta Davis played at Michigan State, near and dear to my heart, but he went out, he came out too early. I don't know if his offensive game ever gets there. Yvonne Rabb, he's a project out of Cal. That's your pick from last year I, or this past season. I, I mean, look, Brandon Wright, Kobe Simmons, Wayne Selden. Jesus. Ben McLemore, Jarrell Martin, Vince Hunt. I mean, where's the fucking talent on yeah. this roster? McLemore's a project. They Tyreek Evans' project. Mario Chalmers' project. I mean, these are taking these veteran well, guys. Well, they're guys who are deals. never yeah. really going to go yeah. anywhere. Like, uh, Tyreek Evans, we've seen it. We've done that. Mario Chalmers, we've been there. We've done that. Uh, uh, you'd be better off selling off Marcus All. You made Mike Conley. I think Mike Conley's a nice player. You made him the highest played, paid player in the league at the time. I don't know if he's worth all that money. No. And now he's sitting out, I, and and I don't think this was obviously just over the fourth quarter benching of Gasol. Obviously, it wasn't a knee jerk mm-hmm. reaction like that. I do believe it was a long time coming. But unless unless Fizdale said, you know, I don't want to preside over a rebuild, if there was that aspect to it, then I don't understand why why you're getting rid of a, a coach that the, the less rest of the league seems to respect. You have guys like LeBron and Dwayne already tweeting out, you know, what the hell happened here. And after one full season in which he makes the playoffs, takes the Spurs to six games, the Spurs clearly a superior team there. I thought he did just about all he could do. Yeah, he gave you your classic sure. take that for data and you're not going to rook us quotes after a game in which they arguably got some some shady calls, not shady calls against them, but some 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 unfair calls against them. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and now, what are we, You know, 20 games, 25 games into the I season? It's about 20, 25, yeah. Uh, it's... It's it doesn't it's not it's not at all fair I don't think to Fisdale and he'll he's gonna land on his feet somebody will pick him up oh yeah he's a good young coach yeah it, it's just it makes me really question the the direction in Memphis that you're gonna you would side with a, a soon to be 33 year old center who only has he has this year and next year he has a player option in 2019 2020 so he's that, yeah. I don't even know if he's still there with you at that point and what what the you're not you were seven seed last year 43 and 39. This roster, it was time for a rebuild. It was kind of a, you know, the grit and grind was coming to an end. You know, we're at, we're in a pace and space era. That brand of basketball was, it had just kind of been phased yeah. out. Yep. You saw it with them letting Randolph go, letting some other guys go. Just commit to that process. But how letting your head coach go improves your team. 
or improves your your future standings, I I don't understand yeah, it at all. Extremely questionable, no doubt. All, all right. right. One one got, quick note before on you that? go. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to be a coach in the state of Tennessee. <laughs> Butch Jones, uh, Greg Schiano, that whole scandal going on at the Tennessee University of Tennessee, now Fisdale. You don't want to be a coach in the state of Tennessee, people. John Gruden, not headed to <laughs> No, no, God, no. The groomers aren't true. <laughs> All right, we're on to studs and duds. I'm taking Tuesday. And my stud is going to be Bradley Beal. Now, Mm. I've looked down the week here. We're going to disagree on this one. You've got him later, I saw, as a dud. But I'm going to take him as a stud on Tuesday. I like the lack of John Wall, all right? Okay. John Wall's going to miss two weeks with a knee injury, need a little injection to reduce some inflammation. In three games without Wall this season, Beal's averaging 44 fanball points. It's well above his season average of 38. Now, I know at this price he needs what? 45 to justify his value, yep, 44, 45. 45. Yep. So he's right right there in terms of his average. Mm-hmm. He's averaging, uh, let's see here, six more shots, shot attempts per game with Wall out. Uh, now this is a tough matchup. Minnesota allowing the fewest, fewest fan ball points to opposing shooting guards at 45. But his usage is through the roof in games without Wall. Uh, I expect a slight bump in assists. And there's no one I see in the Washington starting lineup who will benefit as much from a stats perspective, is John or is Bradley Beal will? He's just the offense is going to go through him now. Um, in terms of playing on a daily level, take a look at Tim Frazier. Uh, I think he becomes a great Ooh. value play probably for the next two weeks, which we'll also come back to <laughs> a little bit later. There's all all sorts of eluding going on here. Um, yeah, I'm I'm interested to okay. see your points on this all later, right. but yeah. I, I I like Bradley Beal being the focal point. I think he's shown. In those three games, I think he's average. Like I said, averaging forty-four a game with with Wall out, he's able to take that up a notch and uh, and be a productive player. Any higher in his price over this time period, eighty-two hundred is about about the cap for what I'd like to see him at in terms of putting him into my lineup. My dud is going to be your boy Kevin Love. How dare you? Checking in at seven K, uh, and this price is getting closer to where Kevin Love should honestly be to what to where his production level has been for the season. He was up higher, he came he's coming back down. He's now, coming right? kind of back yeah, down to earth is. a little bit. Yeah. Um um now Love's hit he's hit his value at his cost in four of his last five games, but it's close. He's just eking it out. He needs about 38 and a half at this value and he's like I said just getting there. He's had 39, 44, 40, 31 and 40 in his last five games. Mm-hmm. So he's 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 got there, but he's only just getting there. His ceiling is not that high. This is going to be the second game of a, or the second half of a back to back. He's got Joel Embiid tonight. That's a tough assignment for him. Yeah. And he's got to follow it up facing Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. I like him to fall short. That's my dud on Tuesday. On Wednesday, <clears throat> going out on a limb a little bit, my stud is going to be Drew Holiday of the New Orleans Pelicans. I like that. He's at 6,300 playing the, uh, the aforementioned Minnesota Timberwolves. Now, as good as the Minnesota Timberwolves are at guarding shooting guards, oh. they are. God awful at guarding point oh, guards. Still the atrocious. worst in the league. Uh, Holiday coming off one of his better games of the season, one of his three best. He had forty-two and a half against the uh, the Golden State Warriors. Now he he already has faced the T Wolves once this year, and he only had twenty-nine point two five points. He's he's been very sporadic this season, but I've just got a good feeling about this one. I feel like he's playing some better basketball this month. Good matchup. Let's go with Drew Holiday on Wednesday. My dud is going to be Devin Booker. Now, I this is an interesting one because I, I I consider Devin Booker as my stud, to be honest, on this day. The Pistons are, over their last 10 games, giving up the most points to the position. Avery Bradley, 
the numbers, at least, don't look great for him. I still believe he's an elite defender, but the numbers this season, they don't look great. J.K. brought this to my attention earlier. He's His numbers are way off course from what they would have been the last few years in mm-hmm. terms of his defensive mm-hmm. efficiency rating. Uh, but Devin, Devin Booker is highly volatile. Uh, it's just hard to know what you're going to get for him. He scored 50 fan ball points against Minnesota, who I just told you was the best defense against shooting guards. But then he plays against Orlando, scores 23. <laughs> oh. That's the third worst defense against yeah. shooting guards. It's Awful. just you don't know quite what you're going to get for him. I expect a strong effort from Avery Bradley. Booker's been a little worse on the worse on the road. This is in the ever ever tough to play in Little Caesars <laughs> Arena. You know the crowd's going to be raucous, raucous for this game. <laughs> Devin Booker, my dead on Wednesday, taking it over to JK for Thursday, Friday. All right, so I'm going to go against my guys, the Cavs. I'm going, my stud is going to be Dennis Schroeder for the Hawks. I'm on Dennis Thursday. Schroeder. Yeah, he's at 6,000 right now. Uh, they already played earlier in the season on November 6th. He went for 45 fanball points. He only needs 33 fanball points to hit his to value at 6,000. He's so a he great, already, great value right now. Yeah, he's, he's already hit it once against the Cavs. And Cavs, guess what, people? They aren't last in defensive rating anymore. Woo! We're out of the basement. Sweet. They're second to last. (laughs) (laughs) Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. Uh, They still rank in the bottom 10 in fanball defending defending opposing point guards. We already talked about Rose being out. Uh, Isaiah still not back. Calderon is currently the starting point guard. That's a mess. Um, Shorter ranks in the top half in the entire league in usage. He's just sitting right below 30%, 29.9% usage. It's like tied for 10th or 11th. Really high. Um, he's averaged 33 fanball points his last three games last year against the Cavs. So again, he's hitting his value right at the value there last year. But again, last year he had Millsap and he had Tim Hardaway Jr. So he's getting more shots. I like Schroeder as my stud. My dud is going to be the process. Joel Embiid on Thursday. He's Boo. going against <laughs> Joel Embiid's going to kill you on Instagram. For yeah, this. yeah, he's going to kill me on Twitter. <laughs> So he's playing the Celtics on Thursday at Boston. Uh, Celtics are still the best defensive team in the NBA. Horford is the third best defensive center in the NBA right now as well. Uh, reading, he's very much in the defensive player of the year conversation. Also, Aaron Baines is the number one defensive center coming off the bench, which is ridiculous. So you're talking about the number one, number three centers. It uh, kills me. So, so, quick aside, sorry, not to kill your thunder. <laughs> it kills me that the Pistons let him walk, and we have like 17 million committed to Boban and fucking John Lure. <laughs> God damn it, Stan, and John Lure, And John Lure is out, right? John Lure is out, and he's been garbage when he's in. And Boban, <laughs> god damn it, I love him. It's so fun to just watch him grab rebounds over other very tall human beings, like just pulling a dad move. But the guy can barely stay on the court. Aaron Bean's playing great basketball. Could have still been a piston. We got no money for him. Ugh, Sorry. That, Go on. Side rant. I love it. I love the side rants. So they played early this year on October 20th, and Bede only went for 41 fanball points. He's currently sitting at 9,400, so he needs 51 to hit his value. That's a lot. Came 10 short. I don't think he gets it Thursday night. I also think his price could go up, too. He's playing the Cavs and the Wizards, who aren't that great. Um, so I think his price could go up by 100, 200. So I don't like Embiid Thursday. I got Friday, too. This will, I'm going to go with Steph Curry. I know he's out tonight against uh, Sacramento with a hand contusion. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that in a little bit later. But Orlando's awful. They're on a what a seven eight game losing streak. They've oh, been terrible. God, so bad. The last five games, they're giving up sixty eight fanball points a night. That's worse <laughs> than fanball. Here's the last couple point guards. T.J. McConnell went fifteen points, thirteen assists. Sands, Ben Simmons, uh, Kyrie had thirty, and Teague had twenty two points, eleven assists. So Curry is now questionable with a hand contusion. I'm gonna get to this. 
And in episode five of Whitlock and the Vaughn, I was in Belize soaking up the sun. Aaron was here with Dan, and he Curry was out with a thigh contusion. However, Aaron may have misdiagnosed it and maybe predicting the future on injuries. What does this turkey know? Here, take a listen. <laughs> take a listen right now. Steph Curry, as of me talking right now, at least, is questionable with a thumb contusion. Mm-hmm. Thumb oh. contusion. Thumb contusion. But it was really a thigh contusion. So that was episode five. I just cut that clip. By the way, you like that cut I did? Yeah, a little audacity, a little cut and dice, slice and dice there. Look at this guy. Getting He's not just technical. a pretty face. Getting a little technical on you folks. Uh, so, yeah, Curry's out with a hand contusion or a thumb contusion, as you called it. I don't know how. Maybe What's the next injury? Can you let me know? You know, I'd like to, JK. I got some things going up in this bird brain here, but uh, I'm going to keep it to myself for now. I'm going to help. This is going to help me out later in the week in some of the internal contests. I'm going to crush you guys with my superior injury knowledge. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, the turkey knows best. I got killed. This guy comes in. This is Ooh, like hello. the. Gets back from Belize, and this is the first thing he has to say. Yeah. He's just like, oh, thumb contusion? Thumb- what an idiot. <laughs> well, you can't even contuse your thumb. What a dumbass. I, ah. I didn't think you could contuse your thumb, if that's even a word, but you can, actually, and Steph Curry is proving it, that you can contuse your thumb. I thought the thigh, because it's a big muscle, the thumb isn't really that big of a muscle. There's not a lot there. Not to get too medical on you, because we're not doctors. Uh, so Curry, Friday stud, $9,100. I think he still plays Friday, even though he's missing tonight. Uh, Dud is going to be again. So we're, let's get to this point. Bradley Beal, he's going against your Pistons. I know you said the numbers on up a ton the of numbers points. on Bradley stink. The numbers are there, but Stan, I want, reading Stan Van quotes, he loves Bradley. He loves the it's defense true. that he provides. I think Jackson is the is the downfall because I think he takes the best guard, whether it's one or two. So without Wall, I think he's just on a, and I think that's what it was with the Celtics. He just guarded one guy. He was always on one guy. And he never switched. Where now he's constantly switching between point guard and shooting guard. Yep. Without Wall, I think he's like, okay, your assignment is Bradley Beal. Follow him around. I think that's what he does best. He's going to get up on Beal's grill. He's going to make it hard for him. This is just a gut thing. Um, Let me see. They already played once already. He went for 42 fan ball points. He needs 45, but that was with Wall again. In his last four games, he's hit 45 points, 45 fan ball points once. And Wall missed two of those three games. The one of the games he hit it, he was without Wall, like your stat. So yep. with Wall, he's, he's hit it. With Wall, he's missed it. Without Wall, he's hit it. But I'm betting he's going to miss it. By the way, the Pistons are the fifth best def- defense in the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. After tonight, number one. Going down, <laughs> Boston. You don't want none of this. <sighs> so we're, I'm betting against Aaron here. So my dud's going to be Bradley Beal at 8,200 on Take Bradley Saturday. on Tuesday. Forget him on Friday. <laughs> yes. On Friday, yeah. Sorry, Dud Friday, Bradley Beal against the Pistons, 8,200. So I'm leading off Saturday. Me and Aaron are splitting it. Um, I got Stud first. I'm going to go Kyrie Irving, 8,400 against Phoenix. Uh, It's a weird 1 p.m. game in Boston. I think there may be a Bruins thing going on or something. I have no idea. Uh, Phoenix is now dead last in NBA defensive rating. Phoenix runs an up-tempo pace, which I think Boston can do. They're second in pace. They, Phoenix is giving up 55 fanball points a game to point cards. That's bottom five in fanball. And Phoenix, I remember Dan said this, Team Denferential, which is kind of an interesting stat that I was looking at. Dan dropped this stat when I was re-listening to that old episode. Yep. Celtics have a plus seven Team Denferential. Phoenix, minus eight. That's all you need to know. Stud, Kyrie Irving, Saturday. Dud, Aaron, what do you got? All right, I'm going with, this is one of Dan's boys here. Speaking of Dan Jefferson, guest, right. uh, guest host, Yosef Nurchik, Portland. Checking in at 7000 reasonable-ish price, but creeping up there, playing the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, dealing with Boogie, it's a harrowing experience, you know? 
Ask ask Russell Westbrook as that Zaza Bowie Pachu- took as, as Zaza, Zaza <laughs> his flopping ass. Kings uh, State Kings. I like I like Nurkic in spots, but you you can see looking at looking at his game log, he's kind of wilted against some of the better competition. Oh, yeah. The teams, basically the top ten in points allowed uh, to centers, he's he's had a hard time against, and that's exactly what's going to happen on Saturday. He's got to deal with the Pelicans. They're allowing the sixth fewest fan ball points to opposing centers. You got Boogie in the brow. You're fighting for rebounds. The last time he faced New Orleans, he had just 23 fan ball points, only seven rebounds, 12 points. Not very pretty. Uh, he needs 38 to hit his value, mm. and I just don't see him getting that. So that takes us into the last day of the week, Sunday fun day. Mm. Don't let your Sunday ruin your Monday, kids. My stud, Chris Stapps, poor Zingus, checking in at 8,900 as of as of last scene. Could rise, could fall. Playing the as we already as we already discussed the terrible terrible Orlando Magic losers of eight straight as Ugh. of talking right now. Now Kristaps has been dealing with some back tightness, caused him to miss a game. Presumably he's dealing with the weight of carrying a team and a city on his back. That's a lot. That'll do it to you. Uh, no one is giving up. I think Jake already touched on this. No one giving up more points to power forwards over the last five games than Orlando. Oof. Aaron Gordon has a career worst 109 defensive rating currently. And folks, this oh. is not like golf. You don't want high numbers. No, <laughs> very no. bad. No. Give me three stops to be a stud. Okay. On Sunday. I'm going to go Sunday. Lonzo ball versus the Houston Rockets, 6,400. And you know, my rule of thumb folks. When Lonzo Ball is on national TV, stay away. Stay away. This game's on NBA TV on on Sunday night. He's at 6,400 versus Houston. Uh, since CP3 has been in the lineup for only five games with a missed a month with a knee injury, the Rockets are 5-0 and in those games that CP3 has played. And those wins are by an average of 18 points. It's pretty staggering. Uh, Houston's also 7th in the league in defensive rating and 2nd in the league in net rating with a team 10 plus 10 stay away from Lonzo Ball on Sunday all right JK I think that takes right. us on to our 3v3. 3v3 what was our what was our what was the final score last week uh final score was I won with 326 Aaron had 304.25 oh boy not... the finisher finish Mamba came up big for me now this is a, 3v3 is a weird it's a weird format it's, yeah. it's unlike your daily games that Very you're gonna weird. play over on fan ball because it's you gotta first of all you want to try and maximize your games mm-hmm and I, you want good matchups to a certain degree, but uh, on on a certain level, it's it's just sheer volume, right? It's volume. You're right. It's volume and finding a matchup because you're not going to get four great matchups usually. You got to find one or two that are really juicy. Right? The odds are slim. So, yeah. so JK got two. He he edged me. You had I think one total game more. You had eleven yes, games last week I had two versus ten. Yeah, I had two bowls. Who had four? I had Dunn and Markinen and Cat. I had some slightly bitter moments on Saturday before I left Buffalo, or I was sitting there just like. <laughs> Fuck JK. Turkey costume. T- taking his double double four games. What a cheap son of a bitch. You do anything to stop a four game losing streak. But you know four what? Four week losing streak. That's how the game is played. You don't want to be wearing this dumbass costume. So good on you, JK. Winner, give us your uh, give us your lineup for the upcoming week. All right, so here we go. I'm going guard. I'm going. We uh, went back to it when Aaron was talking about Bradley Beal. Tim Frazier, four thousand four hundred. Walls out for two weeks. Point starting point guard for the Wizards now. While Walls out. They play three games this week. Tuesday at Minnesota, who we talked about, they're atrocious defending point guards. Wednesday at Philly, they're not that good either. And then Friday versus Detroit. Uh, yeah, Phil- Minnesota and Philly give up 60 fan ball points and 50 fan ball points. That's not that good. Increase of usage and exposure when Wall is gone. Uh, 
it won't take much for him to hit this value at this price, 4400 It's pretty low. That's a great deal. That's a great, great deal. For, yeah, for this week or two that walls out, definitely get that in your daily formats. Uh, forward, I'm going to go Andrew Wiggins. I was looking for that four-game weekly matchup. Minnesota is one of them. Wiggins goes Tuesday versus the Wizards. Wednesday at New Orleans. Friday at OKC. And Sunday versus the Clippers. Again, pure exposure here. I know Wiggins isn't a fantasy stud. He's at 6,100. And the Wizards aren't that good defending small forwards. 43 fan ball points, which is bottom half. New Orleans is only a shade better at 44, a shade worse, 44. OKC is the stingiest team, but LA Clippers without Dino Gallinari are the worst team. So I'm looking at that juicy matchup on Sunday to take advantage of that. In my center, pure volume, baby. Hassan Whiteside, four games. Tuesday at Cleveland, who's in the bottom half defense. Wednesday at New York, maybe without Canner or KP. Friday over Charlotte, Sunday versus Golden State. Those are my three. Aaron, what do you got with us now? All right. Well, one, you're a bastard because I, I had a lineup all in. And this is this is a little negligence on my part. Uh, but I had a lineup in. I felt pretty good about it. And when then I fu- started looking at it. I was like, oh, son of a bitch. There's people who have four games this week. When you find a winning strategy, you got to stick with it. Stick I, with it. It's Hey, that's that's the winning, uh, winning recipe. So I had to go back. So I don't have the usual stat nuggets that I would. But, however... If you go over to fanball.com, mm. to the news section, yes. NBA, we got a great daily article every single day of the week. JK, myself, the great Greg Vera writing for us. Check it out. We'll give you some some tidbits on why you want these guys in your lineup. Now, here's what I got going on this week. Goran Dragic, got to have that four games. Needed at point guard, all right? Been playing well. Been playing pretty well. Really well. I'm expecting good things. Forward, this is eh, taking a chance. Luke Mbamute. I only have three games with the Clippers. I needed a value. I think I only had 3100 to spend here. I spent all 3100 of it. His numbers are not spectacular. I would not advise putting him in your daily lineup. Please, Luke Mbamute, get me like 15 to 20 points a night. That's all I need. At center, I'm spending up for Carl Anthony Towns. He murdered me on Sunday. Oh, he killed. made me wear this damn costume. Yes. If he'd have scored Big like cat, 40 points, you, I'd have been fine. No, the asshole goes off and scores 50. <laughs> Here I am, gobble, gobble, gobble. He's got Washington, New Orleans, OKC, and the LA Clippers. I'm hoping that he brings me back into the winner's circle. We don't have a I bet know, yet yeah. for this week. Salty Al slash Sexy Al. Yeah. Salty L, he's not on the camera, but he's got a he's got a he's got a little bit of a fade it's, going on haircut. Yeah. He got the beard trimmed. He got the up. beard trimmed. Yeah, he's now salty, sexy L. There it is. He got a little peep of the Periscope viewers. Al, you should Periscope take off your hood. He has the Hot old damn. salty bastards ta- tavern T-shirt that I got him last oh, week on yeah, too. He's rocking it. It looks out. good. By the way, you know what doesn't look good? Our set. What the hell? What are we doing? Oh, yeah, we got to fix that up. We got to fix we'll that up. We'll the, display the. Uh, we got the Kyrie shirt there. That's right. And then the other blue shirt. There's Al. Old salty bastards, baby. Yeah, looking great. Great tavern. Just doing a little, uh, doing a little modeling work doing for the Belize prep. Airport. Belize Airport. That's yeah. a little free advertising. <laughs> if you're looking feel, for some advertising. Feel free to send you know a little money us. our way. You know, <laughs> hey, you know, little kickbacks. Which, by the way, I was looking at this shirt earlier. It's a silly shirt and it's pretty funny, but if nothing else, you got to feel good. The flow looks great there for you. Look at the flow. The flow is pretty good. The flow is yeah, nice. The flow is good. I, I'm thinking I'm going to hold off till Christmas to get a haircut. Just let it flow out. Yeah, me too. I'm look. I mean, I'm just. I don't. I'm not trimming any of this stuff up. Good flow in that photo here, right? Great. Thank flow. you for calling that out. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm here to build up the uh, builds up the esteem. The, the esteem. It's mostly so you don't tear me down further wearing this big brown goobery outfit. I, I'm pretty posi- positive I'm never gonna have sex again after my wife. If my wife ever sees this, that's that's just it. That's that's it for me. All right, and with that, we move our turkey gobble over to the oh. right side. 
and we say thank you for listening. Follow Fanball at Fanball on Twitter. Follow us at Fanball underscore WATV. You can play some great contests every night of the week at Fanball.com slash NBA. We've got some sweet draft style in the NFL right now. Those are coming to NBA, and you can believe we'll be talking about those when they when they finally get to the NBA. Live on Periscope every Monday at 6. Follow me at Aaron J. Whitlock on Twitter. Him at JK underscore the Vaughn. And you can find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk Radio, and anywhere that other great podcasts are found. Thank you so much for listening. Sayonara, folks. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.